and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and I'm joined tonight by my very good friends. First of all, we have, of course, the one and only Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. We also have the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. And we also have... The one and only Tyler Sweat. <laughs> T-Sweat in the building. Oh, wow. Gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, we are here to review the season slash series slash who knows. Question mark. Finale of Moon Knight, <laughs> the latest Marvel Disney Plus streaming series. Uh, this episode was titled Gods and Monsters. We're here to review it. We're here to discuss it. And a big shout out to all of you for tuning in. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you joining us over the course of this uh, season. We hope that you will share this podcast with your friends, subscribe wherever you listen, and leave us a review. It helps us tremendously. Gentlemen, before we talk about this finale, the review of episode six, how are y'all doing right now? Dude, what a wild week, man. It's been great. Mm, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been looking forward to this this week unfolding with uh, Multiverse of Madness and the finale of uh, Moon Knight, and it's all finally here. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps that's a, that's a lot. Perhaps that's we can lot. pull the curtain back a little bit for our listeners and just let them know that we've already, like tonight, like on thir- Thursday night, we recorded the Multiverse of Ma- Madness uh, review, which is hopefully going to be on the sh- up on the uh, podcatchers at the exact same time as this podcast you're listening to now. Uh, but I say that because we're a little tired. We've done a full hour and a half. Might hear some yawns. Yeah, uh, yeah. Talking about Doctor Strange. And now in my head I'm thinking, oh, what did I see yesterday <laughs> on Moon Knight? Yeah, something about a, <laughs> something about an alligator and a hippo. Yeah. And a... <laughs> yeah. And so an alligator and a hippo walk into an Egyptian bar. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the joke. Um, yeah. All right, boys. Uh, this is it. For at least this season. Slash maybe more. Um, spoiler warning. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Again, sorry, we're tired. Spoiler warning. Uh, if you haven't seen episode six yet, please go watch it. We're going to jump into it now. What did everybody think of the latest um, Marvel series finale? Who wants to go first? Um, I'll, I'll just say, like, I felt like it was... It didn't particularly feel like a finale all that much in my mind. Although, it like, it had, like, the final fight scene and everything like that. But it was... It just kind of felt like a middle of the road type of episode in the mo- for the most part, um, especially in comparison to like how intense and like deep it, the previous episode went. You know, with dealing with the relationships with Mark and Stephen, and then um, I, I just felt like this episode kind of you know it, it was a typical Disney streaming finale where it just <clears> kind of <throat> underproduced. <clears throat> I think the wise words right there, man. That typical Disney Marvel series finale there. Oh my gosh, mm. man! It, this was such a, a letdown, underwhelming. Uh, I completely disliked this finale, a hundred percent. Yeah, like it did not. It did not. It did not connect to a bigger world. It did not have a bad guy that was menacing enough. Like I mean. Ahmet was like building up to be this like this overarching like being or yeah. whatever, right? But in all actuality, like she was captured by being locked into Harrow. Like I don't know, she cool had a cool fight scene with uh, um, with 
Conchu. Uh, yeah. In the background, where they showed the them yeah. fighting in the background. That was the like the the coolest visual I've seen. But like, it was so lame, man. Like you you capture her into Harrow, and then Harrow lives in like a mental asylum, and then it gets killed at the end. Like this is just I don't know. It was so underwhelming and poorly executed compared to the phenomenal acting performance we got the week prior. Like yeah. it was literally like one of the greatest acting performances we've ever gotten in any. TV show in a long time. Like Oscar Isaac went to that next level. Yeah. He he reached into and, and like pulled out this amazingness, and then we got this fizzled out, <laughs> n- undeveloped finale that leads us to nothing. It wants us. I mean, sure, cool. You got Jake Lockley at the end, but like it was not. It was nothing compared to what a big finale should have been. Yep. Mm. Uh, and I do feel Yikes. like they kind of like undercut the rest of the the gods as well because oh easily yeah, yeah they pla- did. because they were getting played by. But mm-hmm. like, they got undercut on the sense of both their intelligence and their powers because they were believed Harrow for so long. First of all, like intelligence-wise, you know, being too trusting, which is something that is not a general trait that a that God usually have. And then secondly, you know, as soon as you know it came to like this physical moment, um, I mean, I mean, he does drop the line of you know your judges, not warriors. And, you know, basically knocks them all out in, um, you know, quick succession. Sweat, I'm looking at you right now. I'm, I'm getting the sense that you're a little more positive about this finale than these guys. Yes. Disagree with both of you. It was perfect in every way. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. Um, oh, please I, don't. I really enjoyed oh, it. I mean, there were a few times when, like, I, I saw, you know, those posts when it's like, out of context spoilers and the moment between Steven and Mark in the sands, it was like the Anna Elsa, like she had the frozen uh, yeah, heart, yeah. And the, yeah. the power of love, you know, kind of, or the, I guess the friendship, whatever, uh, like those kind of things were a little cheesy, but overall, um, I really enjoyed the, um, the last bit. I mean, there was a lot to juggle. I mean, we've talked about this over and over. There's been so many story elements to wrap up, you know, and to, to kind of, give their due in a six six episode series is tough for any you know any writer producer director it. they did they did and and I've wondered too like what what's the criteria what gets eight episodes what gets six you know like I don't know I, I wish it was more uh, one thing you know not connecting to the overall universe I think we read a, a few weeks ago they didn't know when this was gonna fall or like what things were going to impact or, or relate, um, you know, so I get that they kind of had to be a little more nebulous with it because the timelines got so, uh, of the productions got so kind of mixed up. Um, but overall, I thought it was... Uh, sounds like DC to me. Yeah, yeah maybe. Um, but uh, overall, I, I thought it was a good episode. Um, I liked that um, there was more of a role for... Um, Layla, yeah, okay. and Tawetta. I like Layla. Know. I like Layla. Like, yeah, and I thought like that was a cool little interaction that she got to embody or be an avatar as well. Um, so I thought that was a cool, cool element. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I know we're going to talk more specifically, but I did yeah. like that. It seems she seemed to be dealing with more a more benevolent god when she did become an avatar, rather yeah. than yeah. what it seems like very manipulative gods otherwise. Yeah. Um, you know, so that, that was pretty cool too. Um, well, uh, to your point with the thing with the gods, like I, I kind of, the thing that you are 
calling out as their character qualities. I think it was the same thing Conchi was trying to get them to snap out of. Like they were so disinterested. They really didn't care. They'd already disassociated from humanity. They weren't really, they were blind. Like, I think that was kind of the point. So like, obviously, you know, I think that was the goal for us to have that view of them. Yeah. Not for them to be these all powerful. They're just, they're kind of checked out. And that was Conchu's like, like yeah. hello, this dude's doing a bunch of bad stuff. Get off your butts. And and they're like, man, we're going to put you in some stone. Yeah. And then, yeah. So that's my only point yeah. about that. And I will, I will say probably one of the, one of the more uh, kind of annoying moments was when, uh, when Mark slash Steven got stuck in the genie word trap, um, which allows the whole situation to happen. Where, where when they're talking to Conchu about, you know, oh, if you do this for me, you'll let the both of us free. And they very specifically use, like, the numbers of, like, the two of them. The both free, of us. Yeah. Or the both of us. And it's yeah. like, well. Or, or he says, we you'll know, never see me again <laughs> to the, Mark. Yes. To both of you. Yes. Yeah, I'll let both of you free. Yeah. Both yes. Of you, like, yeah. They, they fall into that word trap of even though they know that there are multiple personalities and, like, it's very much is like the the genie like oh but you'll or the monkey's paw type situation yeah. where it's like oh if you don't say exactly the right form there's something is going to come back and bite you in the bud or you know something like that um i knew right when conchu said that. sorry i cut you off yeah but anyway so you knew that it, something was going to happen to where like oh he's going to weasel his way in yeah i knew we were like oh he still got jake <laughs> i knew it right away yeah like it, it was so clear as day the, the only thing i didn't like is that we didn't get to see that. Didn't get to see Jake in the episode. Yeah. Like there was no, oh, and there was man. still like the flash outs where they both, you were blacked out and they weren't obviously engaged and, and they woke up again and it was just destruction and death. Um, so I'd, I hate that we didn't get to see like a full Jake Lockley fight mm. scene. Like his mm. kind of interpretation yeah. or his suit, if he has a particular version of the suit, um, which is leaving me hopeful for. You know, it's funny. A lot of people feel that way, and I was kind of negative on this finale, this specific episode overall as well, mm. again, for, for reasons that you guys already said. It felt rushed. There's some other things I'll get into later. Um, but one thing I actually did like, I always loved throughout this whole series the way they did the blackout stuff. Every time, mm. every time um, this body blacks out because it could be a different, you know, personality and control. And then Mark or Steven come to and it's, uh, you're like, okay, what just happened? Mm -hmm. I've always loved that. So I, so I actually, when he was getting, he was getting worked by Harrow and then he blacks out. And then the only thing we see is him hold, uh, Mark holding Harrow's head. And he's like, it looks like he had just put an ax through his forehead. It, It, that's not exactly what happened, but it looked like he just, finished him yeah and i just like i knew i was like oh man that's jake and i actually that kind of scene i almost like that they didn't show it and i really loved the end credit scene i actually liked that a lot yeah and i know some people yeah. were kind of down on that but i thought it was uh i thought it was a good way where um it kind of made it all make sense um but I'm I mean, just me. when it comes to the violence, I understand what you're getting at there because it's almost one of those situations of like almost like a horror villain or, or like a like a horror monster. More accurately, like the less you see of it, the more terrifying it is. So like when you see these moments of extreme violence where he comes back in, yeah. you kind of <laughs> create like, an extra level than what yeah. you might actually see on screen. It's like so what, I will agree with you on that. What the heck? 
did he do and what is he capable of? Right, yeah. right. So it's right. kind of unknown. And I do agree. I like the the storytelling element of that. Like mm-hmm. it became this. You entered into their disorientation. Right. Like they they were just totally unaware of like oh, what the how did we get here? How did this happen? It wasn't you. It wasn't me. You know. So that was that was a cool storytelling device. I just wish at some point they had opened that veil a little more mm-hmm. during during a. a a sequence like that. And I would really like to see, like, if Mark is so unknowing of the existence of this Jake, like, he seems, seems to have very, like, limited knowledge of it. Yeah. Um, it, it, does, it, it does, like, it, it, it's, okay, so where does the line lay? Because he's very aware of the fact that he created Steven. Yes. That, so, like, where, mm-hmm. like, where does this happen? Like, did he question. also create Jake in another version? It, uh, did Jake manifest somehow out of that? Like, what, like, like where does how does this yeah. play in this character to where it's very obvious that Mark purposely created Steven so did he purposely create Jake and if he did how does he not know anything really about Jake yeah I, I've had some thoughts about that I wondered the same thing like there was such an intentional purposeful creation of Steven to deal with the trauma right to to like live this life that he couldn't live because he you know, didn't have the perfect mom, well, whatever. I almost think that maybe that was just an open door into the, the into the disassociative identity disorder. Yeah. Like his uh, leaning into that particular person opened his mind to be filled with these other people yeah. that he didn't necessarily intentionally allow in. Um, that yeah, was my that's thought. possible. Or it could have been one of the things with him creating such a positive character in Steven. There has to be the you know the, the yin yang situation of there has to be this negative like counterweight almost and Mark is kind of like the middle maybe see I think yeah. I think um, my theory is he doesn't know about Jake um, or they might have an idea that no. they uh, that's you know Stephen and Mark because at the end they're chained to the bed again yeah. And yeah. to me, that's and and Stephen and Mark are communicating. Then right. to, to me, that's like both of them saying that they're they, still they like, know something else, but they don't know what. It's a good point. I didn't think about and, that. And and Conchu actually says um, that he, he he says he talking about Mark um, doesn't know just how troubled he really is. Yeah, like he said that to Harrow in that limousine or yeah. whatever. Um, oh. So I I, I think that um, Mark and Stephen. They're in the same spot that Steven was at in episode one. Yeah. And now Mark's there. And it's kind of like, I feel like it's kind of like humbling for Mark to, yeah. to not know in a way. So, mm. I mean, they, they have to have an idea that something else happens because they both don't have memories of brutally murdering people. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they literally had interchanges of, well, that wasn't you. Or, that wasn't you. Yeah, was they, they yeah. discussed yeah. it. Right. They yeah. had some dialogue. So, uh, but I think that they don't know Jake. Like, yeah. in the way that Mark... Like would talk to him through reflections. Like they must not have been be able to do that yet. Maybe I don't know. But at the same time, this whole show has been like I don't really know what the heck's going on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Maybe. especially with the whole freaking like psychiatric ward thing and at the end and anyways, Justin, I can tell you're just dying to speak. <sighs> Guys, this <laughs> this is such a letdown series. It really has been. I'm I'm not high on the show at all. Like I mean. The, the one episode that, like, had me, which was phenomenal. I'm telling you, man, Oscar Isaac killed that freaking episode, yep. man. It was truly amazing. And then the rest mm-hmm. of the show just kind of, like, fizzled. Like, it was yeah, it was nothing special. Like, there was nothing special about this episode. Like, Moon, the Moon Knight character, like, 
Disney Plus did this sh- the character a disservice by having it on this platform. Like this should have been on on Netflix or Hulu or something that didn't have the restrictions that Disney has because Moon Knight is such a brutal character. He is such a uh, tra- traumatized character. Uh, like there's so much to him that is just like too. I don't know, too uh, much for yeah. the the Disney Plus audience. Too gritty. Yes, too well, yes, too gritty. I mean, we got some pretty gritty, dark, like bloody, gory. Like it wasn't yeah. clean and Listen, squeaky. Yeah, you got that. But guess yeah. what? That's nothing compared to what the Moon Knight character actually is. Or or can be in season two. You know, I, I think one of the things to remember in that, or I would say this is very much an origin story, but not even like thinking about back to the way they started it. We didn't even start with Mark. We started with Steven unaware, like having him become aware. And then like, I I just see that's why I'm hopeful that they're going to do some sort of season two or or extend the story because yeah, I feel like there's more, more that we need because we didn't get much of the moon. The the way they built moon Knight, the way they built this character I don't see him fitting into the MCU at all. Like, I don't see him... I, I can't picture him interacting with Doctor Strange. I was like, I, I can't picture that. Like, mm. I can't picture him interacting with Spider-Man. I can't picture him interacting with, with anybody that has mm. been introduced or a part of this MCU right now. There's only one character I could see him interacting with. Who's that? Professor X. I, I still can't know. Well, I know. Uh, all I'm mm. saying is Professor X would be able to help him figure out his mind. I, I, that's what I believe. I believe Professor X is the one person that would be able to work with him to get him to a point to where he could be a functioning member of anything. Potentially. Um, Professor X Professor X could help him, you know, take his foot chain off his, his bed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, you, you saying that, Justin, gave me this thought, and I'm interested to hear your, your kind of opinion on this. Do you think this particular iteration of a hero within the wider story and like does it connect how how does he relate does it kind of feel like the way Joaquin Phoenix's Joker feels like with the rest of a catalog of characters like that like because there was so much on the realism and the mental illness that it would be hard to see him like interacting with a Batman I mean does that make sense yeah no that makes sense like like this character was way more while the series was not (laughs) grounded whatsoever no no no, like it was grounded in his illness right but that kind of does make it weird for him to like engage. I don't know. Just, yeah, uh, just I feel like just engaging with the quote unquote superheroes of the MCU. Yeah. Like I don't see Moon Knight as a superhero. Like I don't see, like I don't know. I, I Do don't you mean this Moon Knight? Th- this Moon Knight. Yes, this Moon Knight. Yes. Um, just because we didn't get a lot of costumed Moon Knight. Like we no. got we got a lot of yeah. the struggle of Mark and Steven. Like yes, it, it, it the struggle was was great to to watch at certain moments like the one episode the literally the one episode that i'm talking about is just light years beyond itself now if we got that kind of i don't know put a magnifying glass on that moment that existed and kind of stretch it out between six episodes like i think the biggest problem here is that this is six episodes like they did it to themselves like shimato said yeah they needed like 10 episodes, 13 episodes to just draw this out to where you can see a more of a, a battle of the conflict between themselves. And then 
a less yeah. rushed version of them coming to acceptance of each other and th- yeah. and then playing that out to where Harrow actually is menacing because yeah. Harrow didn't get played out that much. Like he was in episode one, he was very menacing in that episode, but then like you skip like all the episodes to the very last episode and, mm-hmm. and he's menacing again. Like, I don't know. You go two episodes without even seeing Harrow except for Dr. Harrow. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. They just they they missed the beat. This I wonder, does not feel like MCU. I wonder if they'll stick with this format of limited series, because I almost feel like you know there's there's ways they could continue these stories. Maybe they can still be self contained, but like ongoing narratives that might bleed into each other. I even think that would be more interesting. Mm-hmm. I um, think yes, I agree. The 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 blending of the, the yeah. stories I think would be great. I think overall they underestimated the complexity of. Having these, the uh, you know, multiple personalities, like the you know, moving back and forth, and I think they underestimated. You know, I mean, you're talking about three characters inside of you know one body, so you're talking about at the most you're going to end up having two episodes for each. Like, do you really think that you can create like real, like full fledged stories? about a character in two episodes. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, like, we, we've been talking about Jake for, like, weeks about, like, him and his existence, right? Because we were familiar with the character of Moon Knight. But, like, let's go into the series as somebody who has zero knowledge of anything, uh-huh. right? You do not know about Jake. You're not asking questions about when are we going to see yeah. Jake. You're not asking those questions. You're just like, what the heck's going on? Like You, you very you, well not may not even know who Jake is exactly. because you may have missed the one line before the end credit where they mentioned someone who might be named Jake. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it didn't, it didn't, I don't know. It didn't Maybe, help. maybe this is why throughout the series, there's been those QR codes that you had to go scan and read the <laughs> read comics, the comic books, like, yeah, kind of catch true. up oh, uh, of what no. it's based on. I mean, that's, it was true of me with this character. Like I knew nothing before they announced a Moon Knight series. I, then I started looking and, and got a little, little more knowledge but i'm sure there's a lot more people out there that are you know kind of learning as they went along with the series and maybe are still kind of like okay well what does this mean for the future are we going to see more or or like what is that relationship going to be do i care to see more do i sure well yeah and and i mean every series up until this one all the live action ones have been about characters that we already know right well established yes well established yeah even if Mm. Even if they weren't the most popular, like Falcon or Hawkeye or something. Or even Wanda. Wanda. Even Wanda, yeah. Um, so it's like, this is the uh, first one where it's like a brand new, yeah, yeah, totally new character. Other ones, other shows have introduced, like Echo. We've, we've been introduced to other new characters, but yeah. not a whole show based on Based it, on yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Like Echo, we're going to get that, but that's after we had already met Echo in another yeah, series. In a different series. We yeah. haven't, like if we would have met new Moon Knight, in Loki or something. <laughs> Not that that would have made sense. Sure. But if we would have, if that would have happened somewhere, maybe we'd feel a little different, yeah. you know. But yeah. also it's like, it's so weird to me where it's like with WandaVision, they had a nine episode series and then everything else has been six, you know, except for what if. Yeah. And I'm just like, you guys can do whatever you want. Why yeah. lock yourself into six? Just well, do whatever you want. Probably because of, of she was pulled into Multiverse of Madness and that storyline led into a lot of that particular conflict. So I don't think much of, well, maybe I know like for the next Captain America movie, that's definitely affected by the 
uh, Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah. show. Uh, sorry. <laughs> We're all so tired. Took me a minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and maybe, I'm, uh, maybe we don't see a second season of this, but I know there's been some discussion or at least rumors. Maybe Moon Knight gets brought into uh, another group of characters like Blade and um, – What's the the character that was introduced? Or the the Black Knight. The Black, Black Knight. Knight. Yeah. Um, that those. Or the Dark the, Knight. Nah, uh, I'm just kidding. Um, that those characters have some interactions in the comics. So maybe this is our introduction, so that we'll have context for that. Who knows? Who knows what they're doing these days? Oh no. <laughs> exactly. Who knows? It's all madness. All right. Here's something I hated. <laughs> Who knows what happened? Here's something I hated. That I I hated this. I actually stood up. I was upset. I had to pause it. My wife's like, "What's wrong with you?" I was like, "This just." It really ticked me off. Okay, so um, Amit's just been released, right? Which, yeah. that's a whole other thing. Um, and, you know, she's like, you know, who do I have to show my, who do I have to be thankful for, you know, for setting me free or whatever. Towerette has told Layla how to free Khonshu. She frees Khonshu, and Khonshu says, I don't sense Mark here. So he's like, I need an avatar, Okay. The whole, uh, the, the state of the world is at, the, the, you know, protection of the world is at hand right now. And Layla gets on her moral high horse and, and you know, takes this moment to explain why she won't allow Khonshu to be her, mm. or for her to become his avatar. And I'm just like, look, I know you don't like Khonshu, but, like, if you cared about the, the world right now, mm. you would suck it yeah. up. And get the job done. I mean, it's very similar to the way she acted in the temple as well. Yes. Yes. And, and I, I, I told my wife that it's just like that scene where it's like she's taking this time to... And I just... And I said this in the last episode or whenever... Two weeks ago when we talked about that. I could not stand when someone has to like... They have to get their, their point across. Even if it means, yeah, people are going to freaking die because you have to get your point across. Mm. You know? So it really just ticked me off. So anyways, yeah. I just want to share that. <laughs> yeah, it it could have been a potentially cool like for her to take on that that role even in that limited space and like her put on the suit and fight her way out to get to wherever Mark would meet them and then transfer that to yeah, him. Yeah, boom. That would be cool. Yeah. But no no such luck. I did I did like Layla's uh costume uh Oh, it looks cool. Tumbled, yeah. She yeah. to work with her fused. What's I she guess. called? What's what's her, is it the uh something scarab, the scarlet scarlet scarab, 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 scarab yeah. Scarlet scarab. It looked but, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the gold wings and yep. used them as shield like mm-hmm. Falcon like it was it, that that mm-hmm. looked cool. I, yeah. I, I yeah. and then the one uh the civilian's like, are you an Egyptian superhero? And she's like, <laughs> yeah. I am. And I don't know. I kind of. Cool. Yeah, that was a cool I, yeah, moment. I like that. It was a cool moment. It was. Uh, yeah. It was cool to see uh, Layla. I, I actually really like the character of Layla, but I mean the the amount of confusion and lack of clarity that uh, Moon Knight storyline yep. gave it kind of made uh, Layla kind of take a. A massive backseat yeah. than she already was. So I feel like Layla at some points had a very like lack of perspective about what was going on. You know, like the complexity of what is actually happening to what, how her world view fit, fit into it. It's kind of like, oh well, this is going to affect me, so therefore I'm not going to do it. But by me not doing it, the world is going to be catastrophically affected. <sighs> <laughs> so, 
Sorry, boys. I'm tired. I'm, you know what? Here's my thing. Um, did anyone else just, like, not care about these Egyptian gods like I did? Yeah, I didn't care. Like, seeing Amit be released and then listening to Amit and Khonshu argue, and I'm just kind of like, I just, I don't know if I care, you know? And it, it's so funny because I think, was it Osiris who made the comment, maybe in, like, episode two, about, like, humans have abandoned us because, you know, the, you know like, Tarot yeah. said that um, the afterlife is really subjective. Like, it could be, there's all sorts of different forms of the afterlife yeah. in, Mar- the, in, in ancestral the Ancestral plane. Yeah, right. right, correct. Yeah. Um, so it's like, if that's true, then that means, like, They've you lost know, a lot of subscribers. They, exactly. They've lost a lot of subscribers, yes. Like, the Egyptian gods, Egyptian gods have lost <laughs> all their followers. And I'm over here like, yeah. They've been chilling. I don't care. No one cares anymore, bro. You know, and mm. we just had this whole show and just listening to Ahmed and Kanchu argue and I'm just like, I just, I don't know. And it could just be because it's like, it's a freaking crocodile and a yeah. bird, 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 skeleton, person. Yeah. bird person. Yeah, bird person. Yeah. <laughs> and they were, and their fight scene. That would scene. make this show nice. a lot better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> their massive fight scene where like, yeah, they were, Moving in slow motion looked like because they were too small, like big. Yeah, that was it weird because like they went yeah. from being like normal size yeah. or like even just a little yeah, bit larger than bigger? life. I think it was supposed to like show the juxtaposition of while Harrow and Mark were fighting, they were fighting kind of like for them. Like Do you the think people could f- see that because my wife was mentioned like you know maybe no. they can't things see like that. the jackals. You know, they were kind of in this invisible uh, plane type of thing maybe that you yeah, had to have a certain the jackals. Totally forgot about the jackals. I mean, it may have been one of those things where, like, everything was being affected, but you couldn't actually see it. All right, come on. There's got to be more positive things. Did we like how... No. <laughs> did, we, Mike, did we like how Mark just walked in the sand and got all the way to Steven before he started to turn to stone? Because that didn't make sense to me either. Yeah. Uh, he had a little that. while there and then get, like get they, his monologue out. They touched hands and... It was cute. Was it their hands touching, or was it something else? That the gate opened. He gave him a heart in his hand. Like they had both yeah. had the, they were both holding the heart. But then the gate opened, right? And it was the light from the yeah. gate that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think the reason he was able to walk the path was because he was a because he had become to the point where he balanced. completed. So he was a balanced soul at that okay. point. Okay. So I think that the, when Stephen falls in, I think it was they were unbalanced at that point. Yeah. Also, like. What had happened if he didn't want to go back? He just started walking in that direction in the field of reeds, and all of a sudden he's back in the sand pit. Or was it that like his desire to go back brought him there? Because he just like started running in that certain direction, and he just what happened to be there. That was yeah. kind of weird. Again, a lot of it because it's so ru- like so much happened in the first few minutes because yeah. it's it's just so rushed. And we're we're not trying to be super negative, but it's just yeah. you know we're just ready to see something a little. Different with these finales, mm-hmm. I guess. Consistently good is what we need. That, yeah, honestly, good. we should go back and watch the finale of each series, just like in one sitting, and just be like, I mean, I know we'll all probably say the Loki one was the best. Yeah. I think that's the only one that I liked. Agreed, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. even the Hawkeye one, I remember we were like, Hawkeye, this show is incredible. And then we are like, what the bleep happened with this finale? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. All right, boys. It's time. I think it's time for Ryan's Rants. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hit the Ryan's Rants uh, theme song, theme music. (laughs) All right, man. Um, Our boy Ryan Gibbs, shout out. Friend of the pod. 
um, loves to just give us his uh, super opinionated thoughts on <laughs> on things, and they are they are more than welcomed. And you can have your own opportunity to write in as well. You know, hit us up if you want to have some of your thoughts read over the pod. All right, here's what Ryan says. He says the Moon Knight finale was not good. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat. When I first saw the episode runtime, I said to myself, there is way too many loose ends Agreed. to do this well in 40 minutes. Mark's return from the afterlife made no sense. So you're telling me any person who enters the afterlife can just go through that gate and magically come back to life? Yeah, and even like how he turned from the field of reeds and Tyrat was convincing him, trying to convince him not to do it. That was interesting, too, because she knew that he needed to do it, but mm-hmm. she's like, don't do it. That was weird. Yeah, that was uh, one thing, because around that same time, she was telling him, no, stay here. You, 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 blah, blah, blah. Right. But then she was talking to Layla. Layla, saying something completely different. Yeah, like, we need to freak on you and get Mark help. And then she's like, stay here in the room. Right. Yeah, that was weird. That I was did, so I did weird. caught that. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, he says, how is Tyrette handle, or hanging out in the afterlife? How can she just come back to the real world as well? I think he's referencing um, when she's speaking through dead people. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, like, did they ever really explain how she can do that? Like, she mentioned, like, I'm talking to you through a dead person. She she seemed to be this bridge character. And mm-hmm. I'm imagining, like, because they talk about her role as, like, the goddess of... Fertility. Fertility and, and protection or whatever. Life. But I imagine... what the, the take I had on it was that all these other gods have been put in the... The, what are you shopty things? Yeah, and so like she was the only one left to like take care of those who were yeah. passing back and forth. So she was in that in between state, I think, where she could like speak through the dead bodies that had just passed. Okay, that was my thought. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that part of it, like in the sense of that she is at the point of death, so she mm. is can, yeah. she can She's in between those you know. Realms. Plus, she still got a, she's driving the boat, so she can't leave the boat. <laughs> but know? she. Left the boat to get in, be in the field of reeds at one point. That's still know. on the boat. Still in the sands. On the, I don't know. Is Just it kidding. Uh, who knows? Okay. He, Ryan <laughs> goes all. on to say, how can Arthur literally kill six Egyptian gods with that staff in one blast? Fair point. Yeah. I, I, I remember, I think I turned to my wife and I'm like, well, that was too easy. Yeah. Like, I know he just killed the Avatar. He didn't technically kill the god. But it's like, these people, like... They seemed very powerful early on when they turn, like, Conchu scared of them. Yeah. Right? And then and they were beat by a not fully like possessed screen. Harrow. Off screen. Yeah. We didn't even see it. We see Harrow put the staff down. Next thing you know, they're all p- passed out. Man, gosh, I just, mm. I'm with you, Gibbs, on that one. All right. Mark, he says, yeah, Mark can just go t- touch Stone Steven, and he comes back to life with, like, three question marks. <laughs> Yeah, but I guess it was just like them connecting with the heart, and now their hearts are full. Uh, he says, Giant Ahmet and Khonshu fighting in slow motion like Godzilla versus Mothra was hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Arthur is killed off screen by Jake. The climax of the whole story is skipped. Are you kidding me? Mm. Ouch. On top of that, he says, the reveal of Jake is at the in the end credit scene for five seconds after teasing him for the whole series, not to mention the end credit scene Gave no answers and 10 new questions. Again, I actually like the post-credit scene mm-hmm. um, because to me it tells me that there's more complexity to Moon, Moon Knight. 
doesn't necessarily tell us where Moon Knight's going to go. Like, will there be more? Yeah. And if there is more, what's going to be the central focus? Um, I, I do think, like, without that ending, you kind of are left with the idea of, well, there's no reason for there to be any more Moon Knight correct. because of the fact that they've been separated. Correct. I, it's, it's necessary. Yeah. In fact, I, one of the reasons I liked it so much was because when the way it just all kind of ended anticlimactic... And they're not going to kill, like, Mark and Steven aren't going to kill Arrow. It's like, okay. But, but dude, and then they slipped back into the, into Dr. Harrow's office when he has the bloody feet. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? That, like, that's after it's all over. So it is, is, that, is that not real? Or what's real? What's real? Did that happen beforehand, or yeah? Because then later on, Hero himself, we think, is actually in that hospital, or a, so a why, hospital, yeah. or a hospital. So why is Mark and Stephen? I don't know, man. This all yeah, it, it just, didn't, yeah, didn't. Honestly, that scene alone, like the Hero callback after everything has already been done, yeah. makes zero sense. Like being back in the. The, yeah. the office again. Yeah, being back in the office, it makes zero sense. Like, yes, you see Mark a little bit more in control and interchanging freely between Steven and Mark and Harrow, like, just trying to figure out, like, oh, mm. this is this is different. Some but symbolism, like, yeah. maybe? I mean, that can, it, the only thing I oh, it doesn't even make sense in that. I was going to say maybe <laughs> means, like, they're crossing paths in the afterlife, finally, but he wasn't dead yeah. yet, so that makes no sense. Also, do you get, <laughs> isn't it interesting that Jake, like, Straight up killed some like interns at that uh, that that uh, facility. Yeah, mm. you know, just some random people doing their job. Jake just yeah. killed them yeah. to go and, get. Hero. And also, they were just able to walk out with the yeah. mental patient, <laughs> just out the front door. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, and these aren't even the end of Ryan's rants. Here we oh, go. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> he says, "Who is Tarret? What's the point of her?" That was never answered. <laughs> they never clearly said it, but at the in episode one. Doesn't he? Doesn't Steven make a reference to Towerette? She's being, one of the little stuffed animals. Yeah, it's one of the yeah. stuffed animals. So you got to, yeah, yeah Gibbs, I feel you, man. You got to do a little piecing together there. But I mean, Towerette but, but always even, felt like, like you called it the bridge, but it was kind of like, well, like it. I don't. I had to like manufacture a point for her. That's what, like, <laughs> like what I in like, my, in my you, head. Yeah. I had to justify it. I was like, oh, were, all the other gods are dead. So yeah, yeah that was the, when you were speaking that point. I was just like, you're manifesting this. Like this is not something that actually was. <laughs> didn't state it. Yeah, no, no, no. She no. didn't say like, I'm not usually here, but I had to do that because the other mm-hmm. gods are. It, she you know, did whatever. mention in episode in the previous episode. Yeah, we haven't really had any pass. You know, people pass yeah. through in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, he says, there's only a little bit more. He says, it blows my mind that Marvel has the most resources and writers and probably or of probably any movie or TV show um, making company. But, he says, and they put out this hot garbage. Mm. It makes no sense to me. Ooh, that's rough. Mm. I agree. <laughs> Absolutely no clarity on what was reality and fake in the show. That's true. And but I think it's kind of a point though. Yeah, that's, right? that's, he's that's trying to point figure, of, he's trying to figure it that's out. That's the point of the yeah. that's like the comics. Like that's actually Yeah. That's straight from the comics. As much as we don't like that. And maybe you could argue that doesn't make a good show. Isn't there a run of a Moon Knight comic where the hospital is the reality and the Moon Knight character's all in his head? Yes, I think I so. I think so. Yep. Yeah. He says Get out of here, Ryan. Nothing yeah. but a cluster and not even in a fight club or inception kind of way, which was clever. And thought-provoking, just in a WTF kind of way. Like at the end of the Lost TV show. 
<laughs> lazy, lazy, lazy. Uh. He does say, on the plus side, the scene with Layla snapping between Tara and herself was absolutely incredible. Yeah. That was pretty impressive acting that. for her to be able to, like, her voice, mm-hmm. but then totally act like Tarrette and then, like, go back and forth. You know, that was, yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. I like that. And how sweet was it when Tarrette uh, mentioned that she knew her father? How sweet was that? Yeah, so I'll yeah. tell you that. He'd be so proud. He, he made it to the field of reeds. I, I thought that yeah. was a really kind yeah. of sweet thing. Yeah. That was really sweet. Or so. just a reminder that he's dead and they're separated until, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, he's in the field of reeds, bro. He's in paradise. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, oh. it's, it's, it's literally like if someone would be like, Confirm to you yeah, that not only is there an afterlife, but the person that you love right. made it to the positive form of whatever that afterlife right. Which, is. Which, can I be honest, just in the way it was presented, that the field of reeds seems very lame. Like, what are you going to do? You run around in a field? All the play. What? <laughs> You'll be at peace. That's what that big cell. Yeah, you never seen that scene in And Gladiator. by yourself, he's just by himself in a field. Well, didn't you hear what he said? He was like, it's so quiet. Quiet, yeah. Which for him, I can Peaceful. imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for me, I'm well, like the I extrovert. Mean, <laughs> I'm like, I need people. I need noise. I, need I mean, he wasn't actually people. talking about the field, do. but yeah, yeah. Mm. But well, the, he the place where he was, he was saying like, no, he was, he was separated from mind. Mark. He yeah, said, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was just talking about his mindset. It wasn't a, the actual place. <sighs> well, again, if you're listening still, <laughs> um, we appreciate you. Mm. Sorry, we're we sound like such Debbie Downers over here. I liked it. If you liked it out there, let's just team boo. Yeah, I just don't know if I'll ever team watch it night. again. You know, no. like. Mm. Well, actually, I'm sadly probably going to watch it because my wife has only seen one episode. And uh, so I'll probably rewatch it. <laughs> he said, I'm there. sadly only uh, yeah, going to watch it. I'm going to have to mm. watch it again. I think it would be would be interesting to rewatch it and, like, clock the the progression Ooh. of Mark and Steven okay. kind of, you know, through that. But also, like. What, the, how rushed it was? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> or clock how, how many minutes we see the Moon Knight costume? Ooh, that's a better one. Yeah, that's... Because we joked about that last that's week. That's easier to do because it's fewer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Five total minutes. No. I, <laughs> no, it's more. Yeah. Not much more, though. Yeah. I, it's, Again, under, it's under 10 still. Man, really I still... Is. I feel I, just... Yeah. Should I feel bad, like, signing off this way? I just... Mm. I don't want to be so negative, man. I do want to say, I think it was a creative... Like the storytelling elements that they did, it was not traditional. Like we we weren't thrown directly into Mark's origin of as a kid and his trauma. Like I like the way I that did they, like that. Yeah. They started with they I, came will, back I to loved it. they started with Steven and had him disoriented, not knowing what's going on, um, and had to introduce him, like had to using him as a way to introduce all of us to what's actually happening. Uh, but then also like taking him to the afterlife and, and walk I I thought there was some really interesting storytelling elements throughout it. Yeah. And yeah, I thought fair. maybe it just didn't all come together. I think the series as a whole, like is again, for me, I can, I can um, differentiate between a bad finale and the series as a whole, the series mm. as a whole, if I had to rank it, you know, it, it might be, it's definitely on the bottom end of all the Marvel shows so far. Maybe mm. I'm just wondering if I'd put it above Falcon and winter soldier. I'd have to give that some thought. So, Oh, I, I think it's clear. Yeah, clearly above. Yeah, it's above for yeah. sure. For yeah, sure. okay. Yeah. That one was it's not terrible. much higher though, right? Mm, not much. I no. wouldn't put it above Hawkeye. No, 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 no. No, it's not above Hawkeye. <laughs> no, it's not above Hawkeye. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. All right. Well, such a bad ending, man. Yeah, just an ending can really 
make or break you, man. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's a good thing we saw Multiverse of Madness after the finale. Well, you know what? You know what? But it's also like Marvel has had a run. What, 12, 13 years of like dominance? Yeah. You know? Mm. And it's like, let's not forget that this is the same movie franchise that made a, made a movie where there's a freaking talking tree. Right. That's right. true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So but it's see, like they so my point is like, you know what? We're going to make a movie that uh is a horror movie. We're mm. going to make a show that uh is kind of weird and has multiple personalities. Like I think they're just kind of yeah. flexing their and muscles right. And you're now. all going to watch it. Yeah. Is what they're saying. We're, we're you're all, gonna, we all did. We and all you're watched gonna it. You're going to pay that yeah. Disney Plus but subscription and you're going to like here's it. Here's the thing. Moon Knight, it showed that it had something special during one episode. <laughs> But they did not capture that and extend it through the entirety of the series. I, I disagree. They did not. They, they they could have capitalized on something that was like truly special, but they didn't. They didn't capitalize on that. They so, instead tried to influx things that didn't make any sense and didn't let Oscar be Oscar. I don't know, man. Mm. They they missed they missed their opportunity. I feel like they missed it. But if you're listening to this podcast, you have not <laughs> missed it. Because we've been reviewing every episode of Moon Knight, and we will continue to review every episode of every Marvel show here on Disney Plus. Uh, because yeah, we're we're fanboys, we're suckers. <laughs> we are. And for after it. this review, like it suckers clear across our foreheads. <laughs> I promise you that. Um, well, anyways, again, big shout out to all of our our listeners, everyone who tuned in. We we appreciate you so much. Please come on back. We got. Um, the Multiverse of Madness review is up on the podcatcher. You can listen to that right now. And, yeah, what I mean, we're going to be doing some more Star Wars soon. Obi, Obi-Wan Kenobi show is coming out soon, yeah. just in a couple weeks. So, uh, again, 2022 is going to be a big year. It's been a big year so far. And the Royal Geek Podcast is the best place, or at least one of them. Uh, you know, there's multiple types of... Uh, no, 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 the place. Stop. Stop <laughs> the place. Yeah just like the Field of Reeds, um, to get your uh, Marvel and geek fix. So, with that in mind, for my good friends Sandy, Shimato, and T-Sweat, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. Latest Gators! <laughs> <laughs>